Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Light Programme. We present those friends of royalty, the goons. Yes, folks, and now it's time for me! This week, our story is set in the year 1914. England is at war, and the script has been censored. The German colony in East Africa, under its brilliant commander, von Guttan, was attacking the British forces with great success. Yes. <coughs> My name's Lieutenant Terence Plutt. Emil. <laughs> I and my unit had been captured on the first day of the hostilities. We were all marched to a German prison camp 500 miles, two inches deep in the heart of the jungle. It was a comfortable camp and we were well treated. Trouble started the day a batch of new English-type prisoners were brought in. Strange sort of little nothing. Keep up, men. Don't flag. Feet in line with the seats of the underpants. That was Major Spahn, B.O. And that was Captain Seagoon, our C.O. A brilliant soldier. When the Germans attacked Fort Blun, he rallied his men around the white flag. Yes. <laughs> Rather than surrender, we gave ourselves up. And so, we marched into the naughty German prison camp. That's it, men. Sure, we're still soldiers. Left, 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 left. Um, what's next? Right. Right. <laughs> Company, halt. Gad, what discipline, I thought. Iron! Eyes are always at the front, Mr. Seagull. <laughs> Here comes the German camp commandant. And what luck, sir. Look, he's shorter than I am. This camp will try to keep you occupied and the war is over. But tomorrow you will all start work on a railway bridge over the river Kapate. Uh, did you say work? But we're English. <laughs> Next night a difference. You must work. My dear fellow, according to Article 3, etc., etc., of the Geneva Convention, it states categorically that officers must not work. You're a shot? Yes. Then you will be shot. Ah, well, now that's much more reasonable. <laughs> Major, I'd, I'd rather work than die. Do you know what you're saying? Yes, I speak the same language. Die! They're pointing a machine gun at us. How rude. Pretend we haven't seen them. <laughs> I will count up to one, then I will fire. A quarter, a half, three quarters, four fifths. If you kill us, we refuse to stand up. Very well, I change my mind, but I also make you change yours. Is it the guy from. May he need it to come? The cowardice. 
We were forced into a corrugated iron hut, one foot tall by three inches wide. No food, no water, and the temperature inside was 130 degrees in the shade. We've only been in here 30 seconds. (laughs) There's a limit to what a man can stand. Who the devil are you? It's all right. Put your hands down. I'm British. So are we. You can put your hands down. Thank you. I'm uh, Lieutenant Platt. I'm the camp MOI. I had a word with General von Gutten. He's agreed that the English officers needn't work. For the next three weeks, the officers did nothing, but gad, we did it magnificently. <laughs> we did it magnificently, folks! Hello, folks! Hello, folks! Hello, folks! It wasn't long before escape committees were organized. Now, uh, gentlemen, before we start, are there any questions? Yeah. I want to know how I became a field marshal. Wouldn't we all? Now, I've studied the jungle around this camp, and I find it's impenetrable. One of the men is determined to escape, sir. Escape from this place? Is he mad? He has a certificate. It means certain death. Yes. It's a death certificate. No, I won't agree to it. He'll die out there, die for sure. Who is it? A me. Goodbye, and good luck to you. Well said, sir. It's the duty of every English soldier to try and escape. I've done it myself twice. Oh, where from? All the shot. Yes, that's why I'm standing up. What's the time? Let's have a look at your wristwatch. It's nearly midnight. By dawn, I should be well clear of the camp. Oh, good. Now, listen. If ever you get to the stage where there's no hope, swallow this little black capsule. What? What is it? Concentrated licorice. (laughs) It gives a man something. Thanks, Doc. And here to take my place is prisoner Max Gildrey.
folks, take your seats for part two of the wireless play African Incident. Long live the miracle of sound wireless broadcasting. Gather round, chaps. I'm glad to say we seem to have scored a moral victory. Oh, good show. The German commandant has asked me to take charge of the building of this bridge over the river. Jolly good news, sir. I thought you'd escape. I did, but I came back for lunch. Jolly <laughs> good. Then you can help. Just stand in this hole and read the statistics on the river. Well, sir, the river's 2,000 miles long. 2,000 miles? How wide? Three yards. Well, that settles it. We'll build the bridge across it. <laughs> General, yeah. when is this bridge supposed to be completed? It must be finished by April the 1st. What's today? April the 14th. Well, it's not, uh, not going to be easy, is it? <laughs> if we wait for April the 1st to come round again, it'll be over a year. Well, let's work backwards. Then it's only a fortnight away. That's a very good idea. Phil Marshall Eccles, have you any knowledge of trees? Oh, I was born in one. <laughs> oh, good. Well, see those wooden ones on the opposite bank? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think you could chop them down? Um, not from here. That night, I made my second attempt to escape and succeeded by walking a thousand miles and swimming the Bay of Tunis. I managed to get to Gibraltar, where I am now recovering from hospital treatment. Then suddenly, Lieutenant Seagoon was summoned to British hind quarters at Aden. Lieutenant Seagoon reporting from the France, Pull up a chair, man. I'd rather stand. Well, stand in a chair, then. We respect these old Welsh idiot customs, you know. Now, this man in the shredded vest is our French ADC, Count Moriarty, ex-actor, and has played the male lead in over 50 postcards. Ah, man player, man, Yes, yes. We want you to take a raiding party and destroy that bridge they're building. Boom, boom, boom. Crash, thud, bang. Um, uh, bang, bang, boom, thud, crash. One of those combinations should prove fatal. I've only just escaped from the place. It's, it's too dangerous. Apart from which, I'm a married man. I'm ordering you to go. Oh, well, can't I see my wife before I go? No. But I love her. So do I. That's why I'm sending you. Uh, All right. I'll go. But one last favor. If I don't come back, could you give this to my father? Oh, your, your checkbook. Yes. He always wanted it. Don't worry. I'll get it to him. Even if I have to cash every check in it myself. <laughs> Uh, come, Tegan, we leave at dawn tonight by legs on feet on ground. Meantime, a hundred miles away in the German camp, a soldier lies dreaming on a palm leaf. 
I can't stand this thing, and I wish I'd escaped with Lieutenant Seagull. I wonder if he got back to the base. Yes, I did. Oh, where are you then? I'm a mere 600 miles away. Oh, a goody go. I won't tell anybody. Seagull, you fool. Stop talking to that man 600 miles away. It's all right, sir. He's one of ours. I know, and I wish he wasn't. <laughs> now then, according to British intelligence, April the 1st is only three days away. Gad, how do those chaps get the information? They captured a German calendar alive. party hacked their way through the jungle that ran alongside the arterial road. <laughs> en route, they had managed to enlist ten Mabutu women to help carry their supplies. We were just good friends, you understand? Nothing more. <laughs> and nevertheless, it was a mistake having women porters. On the second day of the trick, Lieutenant Seagull became terribly amorous. <laughs> you, very beautiful. <laughs> I've seen lots of girls in my time, but you, much prettier than any white girl. I know I am. <laughs> and it gets very embarrassing at times, I can tell you. Where's Moriarty? The native girls were having a bathe and he's guarding their clothes. It was my turn for that. Where's my binoculars? There's a patrol of German colonial troops coming this way. We must stop them. No shooting now. Meantime, back at the camp, the, the German POW camp... That's an abbreviation of prisoner war. I say power, so it saves the necessity of saying prisoner war. It's much shorter. It takes less time. <laughs> At this camp, we were having a party. We'd completed the bridge, and all the lads were having a singing song to celebrate. Hi, man! Sit down! Now, how are From Hawksy Hole, Major Spoon! Good night, sir. Thank you, man. Well, as you can see, we've taught our captors how we English can build a wooden bridge over a water river. So let us stand, raise our right legs, and sing our national anthem. Sigurd, over here. I can hear men in the camp singing the French national anthem. Nonsense! That's the British national anthem in disguise. They didn't want it captured. <laughs> Good lads. Psst. Information. The first German puff puff goes over that bridge at dawn. What? Action. Here's the explosive men. Off you go. I'd come with you myself if it weren't for this terrible hand-painted wound on my foot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> then we'll need one more volunteer. How about you? Let go of me, man. Let go of me. <laughs> I'm not working this week. I'm on Christmas holes. <laughs> Doing a bit of carol singing. <laughs> Just a bit of a taste of Right on my music stand. <laughs> lad, lad, little loony lad. Help us. Help us destroy that bridge and you can have the junior rock and roll set. Oh, yes. <laughs> Out of tune, bigger like banjo. <laughs> and... A pair of genuine Tommy Steele earplugs. Oh, thank you. That will make me the centre of attraction at the school party. 
thinks. <laughs> that Eileen shoulders likes rocking and rolling. <laughs> Let me try that further, Eileen shoulders. Nastain <laughs> Tatan Fandanda. Now, while Blue Bottle is deliberating, Ray Ellington will play a melody divine in an anti-clockwise fashion. In the darkening night, Sigun and his saboteurs dived in and attached limpet mines to the bridge over the ice-cold river Kapati. And there's nothing worse than the cold Kapati! 
Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Shh. You fools. The German guards will hear us. It's all right. They don't understand English. <laughs> Tell the wireless on it. Let's see the rest of the show. Oh, uh, oh, oh. It's nearly dawn. Well, I wonder when Seagoon's coming back. Oh, white man is not really worried about them. Oh, no, not really, you know. It's <laughs> just that I don't want to be caught like this. Is this what English call embarrassing situation? Well, yes, I mean, after all, I mean... Me halfway up a tree dressed as Timon of Athens and <laughs> you whitewashing the grass. Well, I... no one to believe us, you oh, see. Oh, come, Major, let us dance. Yes. After all, even though we're in the jungle, we're still civilized, aren't we? I'll put this record on my portable military gramophone. What a strange sight it must have been, me and the dusky beauty, tangoing through the dense jungle on foot. I only had eyes for him, and he only had eyes for me. That explains why we fell over a cliff. <laughs> Major! Major Bradlock, where are you? He is here with me. Great spondilicans. <laughs> well, anyhow... We've laid the detonation cable. Oh. We're all ready to blow up the bridge. Meantime, on the bridge, Major Spun walks across to make sure all is well. I'm walking across the bridge to make sure that all is well. That's why I'm walking across the bridge <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, good morning, uh, Major Spun. Oh, good morning, von Guten. Cigarette? <coughs> Thanks, I, uh, I have one. Ah, but von Guten deserves another. <laughs> Jolly English joke. Yes. <laughs> <A> definite German silence. <laughs> you, are, you are up early this morning. Well, there's an old English proverb. <laughs> the early bird always catches the worm. Oh, is that so? Please, I, uh, what, uh, what's the meaning of that? It means that I've had worms for breakfast. <laughs> ah, Kablundan, I can hear the first puff puff approaching. I must go and lay out the railway lines in my combined chat. <laughs> Goodbye. There he goes, poor fellow. Little does he know Germany can't possibly win the war. Oh, then I better take this German uniform off. <laughs> Phil Marshall, I call why have you left your post? It had woodworm in it. Well, I didn't want to catch it. <laughs> Look down there. Ooh. You see it? Down on the river? Water. <laughs> yes, but just above it, a cable. I wonder where it's from. <laughs> Watching from the opposite bank, we all held our breath. As we just spun, went down the river bank. We all ask ourselves the same question. He spotted the cable. He's got eyes like a hawk. And legs like a kangaroo. I wonder what he's going to do. Join a freak show, perhaps. 
If he follows that cable, it will lead him to private mate who's waiting to press the dreaded plunger. Oh, they'll never find me, mate. In the master disguise, yeah, see, I've got a little bit of twigs stuck out all over me. Me old plate stuck in two lumps of grass. Oh, it looks like a perfect tree there. Oh, oh, a perfect tree with boots on. <laughs> Must be going somewhere. Go away, mate, go away, and keep that dog off. <laughs> There's no dog here. Well, you just watch what you're doing then, mate. <laughs> um, what's your... What, 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 what's your name? My name's Jim Coconut Tree. Oh! Oh, stop! Help! Help! Major! Major! They've chopped one down. I must go and help. I shall now keep the audience entertained. And here's a brief resume with piano accompaniment. Willem lies chopped down. Neddy on his way to assist. Eccles eating coconuts. Major Spawn approaching the felled William. And suddenly... Hands up, Major Spawn! You! Yes, it's me, you! Oh, you, me, it's me! We've come to blow the bridge up. You can't, it's got a puncture. <laughs> Willem, press your old plunger! Pollen in the water. I don't know what we'd do without that lad. Well, that's the lot for this week, isn't it? Come on, lads, back to your brandy now. It's all in the mind, you know. That was The Goon Show, a BBC-recorded programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacom, Spike Milligan and Cecile Chevro. With the Relative Quartet, Max Gelder in the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott, script by Spike Milligan and Larry Stevens, announcer of Wally's Gainstade, programme produced by Roy Spear. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.